0: Today on the Daily Gator Daily Thought, folks, we've got rioting in Minnesota again. Nothing says fight for justice and equality more than tearing down a dollar store or two or three. We've got another fake hate crime. We've got a disturbing story about one of Biden's appointees. And what is a rip crew? We're going to find out. And all those Marxists that love them some money when it suits them. Stick with us, folks. And welcome once again to the Daily Getter. Daily Thought with me, Doug Hagan of the Daily Getter blog. Enough for Radio Announcer Guy voice. Let's get right into it, folks. Uh, A young man named Dante Dante Wright, 20 years old, was shot and killed uh, in Minnesota uh, just yesterday. And... It was a traffic stop in a place called Brooklyn Center, and there's damage, there's arrest because people are, I would say, protesting. Except they're not protesting. Some are, I'm sure, and God bless them. That's the right in America. But burning down Dollar Tree, Dollar Trees, or Dollar General, or Family Dollar, or anything else, looting, destroying property. Destroying businesses, putting people out of work who work at those businesses, stealing from business owners, to protest police uh, shooting uh, a young black man, who by the way did have warrants out for his arrest and did make the very foolish de- decision when he was about to be handcuffed and arrested uh, on gun charges and failure to appear in court, uh, chose to fight back and, and try to run and get back in his car and drive away. Uh, and the officer, I'm not going to give her name, um, yelled, uh, as the police officer trying to restrain the guy, get him back out of the, the vehicle, uh, you hear her voice say, taser, 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 which means that's the way of letting the other police know she's going to deploy her taser to zap the guy so they can get him under control, get him handcuffed and take him in to custody. That's to warn them what's coming well in a very uh, really inexcusable careless moment apparently she pulled her firearm and shot him point blank in the chest Not with a taser uh, but with her her sidearm and tragically he died and it's it's it is awful i feel awful for his family Uh, Just 20 years old, he had a two-year-old son. You never want to see this happen. It is awful. Uh, From my early belief, it just looks like uh, she was a police officer that, for whatever reason, got too excited, careless. Uh, The police up there, I, I believe most police, are trained that you carry a taser and a sidearm, a pistol. You carry the pistol on your dominant side. And... If she was right-handed, that would be on her right hip. And a taser would be on the left side. And obviously if the left hand is dominant, then it, it's, it would be reversed. Uh, but this man lost his life. Uh, <clears throat> of course, you're not going to hear anybody say he bears some responsibility, although he does. But if you're outraged over this, you know, There are mistakes in life, and there are mistakes. And the mistake that recklessly takes someone's life is is awful. And I'm sure she will face some uh, pretty severe uh, legal penalties for her her misjudgment, whatever it was. But I've never understood this. You're outraged over something, with law enforcement or, or with whatever... So you go burn down dollar stores, or electronic stores, or you loot grocery stores, or you loot uh, drug stores and pharmacies. <clears throat> uh, and I hope Minnesota continues to come down very hard. There were a lot of arrests last night there, and there should have been. If you're looting, you're not a protester. If you're destroying property, if you're burning down businesses, if you're assaulting people, if you're stealing big screen TVs, or pharmaceutical, whatever it is, you're a thug. You're not you're a rioter. You're not a protester. And uh, frankly you, you need to have your head caved in with a nightstick. It might learn you some manners on how to act. You the people out there tearing stuff up, stealing stuff, destroying property, don't give a rat's you know what about this kid that was killed. All they see is an opportunity to go act like the thugs they are. And if anybody out there doesn't like me calling them thugs, too damn bad. And it ain't racial. Because it doesn't matter who behaves like that, they're a thug. Any of the 57 genders acts that way, they're a thug. Black, white, Hispanic, Asian, whatever, Jewish, Catholic. If a nun did it, I'd call a nun a thug. This is thuggery. It has to stop. It has to be met with whatever forces necessary to make it stop because innocent people get hurt <clears throat> um, again a dollar tree what did the dollar tree in that part of minnesota in the brooklyn center what did that uh, dollar tree ever do except provide a place where the residents around there can go get cheap Groceries And other supplies Yeah you, you want to loot it Destroy it I don't understand The connection there You're not performing something that promotes Justice You're being a thug And really that's all That needs to be said and there is no Excuse for it None So So don't defend them. There, this is indefensible. It's frankly is indefen. It, it's indefensible that the police officer recklessly, carelessly ended this kid's life. Whether she was panicky or just flustered or whatever, she's responsible. She's going to have to pay the price um, for taking that man's life. And this business of excusing looting and rioting? Hell no! Hell no! And speaking of inexcusable, how about just plain ignorance? You know, the left always says America is racist. They've been saying it for years, in the past year and a half, they've been tripling down, quadrupling down, quintupling down on how evilly racist, inherently racist. America is nothing but racism, built on racism, racism in our DNA. It is everything that Americans eat, sleep, and breathe all day long, every day of every week, of every month, of every year, of every decade, in perpetuity in America. And to prove it, there's a hate crime being reported on campus reform. Where someone, some evil, racist American, probably a Trump supporter, has uh, put graffiti saying "KKK, White Power" on uh, on campus of a school, Albion uh, College in Michigan. See how racist America is. How ugly and despicable. And it is ugly and despicable. Especially when you find out that it wasn't racist. It was a fake hate crime. Pretty common among the left. See, there's so much racism in America that they actually have to go perpetrate much of it. This was fake. A black uh, person wrote all this stuff. Uh, A black student at the college. Now, again, understand... This graffiti, when it was found, sent hundreds of students into boycotts and protests. This is how the left operates. It operates on, uh, what did Rush Limbaugh used to say? Skulls full of mush. They emote their way through life. They react. They don't think. They don't reason. They don't use logic. They don't wait to see what evidence is there. They don't wait to see evidence that comes in. They react like emotional retards. Who don't know any better? Uh, ben Zaisloft of Campus Reform uh, says writes a black student was reportedly responsible for racist graffiti discovered at Albion College in Michigan, according to M Live on April the second. He missed April Fool's Day by one day. He can't even get that right. Slogans such as KKK, White Power, and Die. Huh, here's, here's an interesting part of this podcast. Uh, die, there's a word that starts with N and then please. Should I use the actual word that is so bad that no one should ever, 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 ever use it unless they're making a rap video, of course? Should I use the, the replacement of the N word But the word itself is so offensive, and everyone knows what you mean when you say the N-word. So isn't saying the N-word just as offensive as saying the actual word? I don't know. I don't know about that. But these uh, slurs and uh, name-calling graffiti was discovered in Mitchell Towers, which is a residence hall. As a result of the messages, hundreds of students boycotted and marched on campus for three consecutive days. Little did they know, they were just making asses of themselves, trying to prove how racist America is. And the saddest part? A lot of people, even when it comes to light that this was a fake hate crime, they'll still talk about it like it was an actual hate crime. Uh, but again, these young, virtue-signaling, sig- virtue self-righteous little punks Uh, that's what they do. They react. They hear something, they react. Thinking never enters into it. For the third day, this is Tricia McCauley of WWMT-TV tweeted this. For the third day this week, Albion College students and staff march across campus demanding change or recent injustices they said have been happening on campus. Okay, if you march for 3 days, hey, your feet have to hurt. You better have good shoes. Maybe you could steal it while looting a store. Why not? That could be an excuse. If you're protesting something that didn't actually happen, doesn't that kind of disprove your whole idea of why you're protesting? Maybe you should sit and thinking, and, wait a minute. Wait a minute, is it really that racist in America? I still remember uh, <clears throat> uh, Radio Talk host Dennis Prager. He was on his show, he was talking about racism one day and how the numbers this was three or four years ago, but the numbers were saying that uh, more black people felt like there was more racism today than in recent years. And Prager was having callers, and I remember one black woman in particular, and and he asked her, did she believe that poll? And she said, yes. He did the same with several other black callers. And he then asked them all, the follow-up question was this, have you actually experienced any racism or an increased amount of racism? Every one of them said, no, not at all. But yet they believed America to be racist, even though they didn't experience racism. That's what the left has done to black Americans. They have brainwashed them in many cases. From the time they're in diapers, they hear this, this narrative told to them. Uh, my dear black friends in America, the left is lying to you. They've been lying to you. Do not Believe them. And frankly, the left is getting more and more and more pushy with the race issue because they're, they're desperate, because they're slowly losing their grip on black Americans, because truth is winning out. Truth. Think about that, folks. Now, the school in this case, Albion College, again, in the great state of Michigan, who has the dumbest governor in America, The school quickly launched an investigation. We've got to find out who did this. And discovered that a uh, student of color uh, was responsible. According to the student newspaper, college president Matthew Johnson informed students that a current student of color was responsible for the incident. As in live reports, Albion Department of Public Safety Police Chief Scott Kipp uh, stated that the suspect was a 21-year-old black male. Name not given. The student apparently acted alone and acknowledged their responsibility for the incidents. Again, if America's so racist, you wouldn't have to make it up, would you? Uh, the student was immediately removed from campus while administrators conducted a full investigation as part of our student judicial process. However, so even though this is fake, even though there wasn't any racism, they can't let the narrative go. The college insisted that there is a significant history of racial pain and drama on campus and we're taking action to repair our community nothing happened what's to repair but see you've got to keep the narrative going it's like they feel guilty if they find out there wasn't really a crime here wasn't really a racist incident here you think they'd be positive and say see we're better than that here we're better than that shame on this student for, for perpetrating what he did but we ain't we ain't that way Uh, According to MLive, there was a $1,000 reward for anyone who had information about the vandalism incident that could lead to identifying the individual. And is there anything else useful here? Probably not. Uh, uh, Yeah, that's pretty much it. Just the fact that, again nothing racist happened but we're still going to pretend that there's vehement racism on campus because we can't let the narrative go the left is like that drunk chick at a party who gets mad at somebody over nothing and will not shut up and eventually gets her butt kicked by some other woman in the fight in the party who gets tired of hearing her crap I haven't been to one of those parties in years, by the way. It was in my younger, more, more friendly with Jim Beam days. Now let's take a look here at a member of the Biden team of wonder. President mumbles. Uh, Daniel Greenfield writes uh, writes about Haiti. Mr. I believe is how you pronounce the name. Here's, a, here's something he wrote after a year after September 11th while working with an anti-Israel group. He said he was inspired by the Palestinian Antifada. A few years later, the Beirut-born extremists had become an, an advisor on Muslim relations to the World Economic Forum before heading up the uh, Brookings Daha Center for, for Qatar. The tiny Islamic tyranny is allied with Iran, Al-Qaeda, and the Muslim Brotherhood. Wow, a whole bunch of pigs in that group. And it's a backer of Hamas. More swine. Why do I call terrorists swine? Because it really upsets them. So there. Uh, The Obama administration uh, appointed Amar as deputy head of USAID's Middle East Bureau which put him in a key position to direct taxpayer money from an uh, organization already notorious for funding pro-terrorist and anti-Israel groups. All oh, the good old Obama days. Never, never a communist or terrorist they didn't buddy up to. A decade after Omar had responded to the death of a Hamas leader by ranting that there will be thousands who will seek revenge to avenge, rather, these brutal murders of innocence. If you're hooked up with Hamas, you ain't innocent. Okay, Heidi. Uh, The Obama administration made him deputy to its special envoy for Israeli-Palestinian negotiations. Uh, Guy's got a a long history of uh, anti-Israeli, anti-Semitic, anti-Jewish, pro-terrorist, claptrap crap in his closet. So why would Team Biden appoint this loser? I don't know. Maybe because Team Biden has made up a bunch of bunch of fanatical leftists who are using poor President Mumbles out there and basically using him like a joystick. Move here, move here, Joe. Move there, Joe. Point this over here. Yes, let's uh, have the Green New Deal over here, Joe. Let's kill jobs by killing the, the uh, XL pipeline. Oh, by the way, a side note. It seems that Team Biden has decided it's so bad at the border, they're actually imp- bringing back some of Trump's policies to fix it. You know, Trump completely at fault for the surge, but the surge is so bad that they're actually going back to the things Trump did uh, before, like reaching out to Mexico and the, the, the triangle countries, El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras, where most of these uh, refugees, if you want to call them that, are coming from. Uh, Trump did all those things. He's also, they're going to finish part of the wall. Huh. It's so bad, the left is actually doing what Trump was doing more and more, which is good. It'll help fix the problem. Or maybe they just wanted to let a certain number of of illegal immigrants in, mainly children who are going to be, uh, are probably going to get to live here now. Um and it's hard to get mad at kids or kids what What I've not heard anybody say about all this, I really thought about this when there was video of the one of the coyotes or uh whatever you call them, dropping the three and five year old sisters on the, on the American side of the wall and abandoning them. a three year old and a five year old that's that's what the cartels are doing. Yeah, that's that's really pro children there. That's a that's a good policy to protect children. To work with cartels and coyotes and make them a lot of money, <laughs> hey. Uh, but maybe finally we're getting a, 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 maybe a, an inkling of sanity in some of Team uh, Team Biden's actions. Oh, and uh, eh. This is uh, this is very sad. Read this whole piece from Daniel Greenfield about this uh, pro-terrorist piece of trash. Uh, <clears throat> again, Hady Amar, I'm assuming his name is, H-A-D-Y-A-M-R. Maybe that's why he's such a, such a pissant because he has a name that's really hard to pronounce. Maybe he couldn't get dates in high school for that reason. Uh, none of the boys he hit on would, uh, would go out with him. But let's move on to something else. We we're just talking about Biden a bit and the border. Um, one of the sharpest minds in America today. Uh, who uh, runs town hall now. Uh, and who I, I admit to having a huge old man crush on. An old man crush is when you're like me, mid-50s. And there's a beautiful young lady you're very impressed with. She's married. She's far too young for you. You'd never have a chance in hell anyway. But you can't you can't help but admire their beauty and their their intelligence and their, their personality. And the young lady I'm speaking about is Katie Pablett. She's she is truly, truly a a, a great young lady and a, a great credit to conservatism and a great warrior for conservatism and common sense. And she has this headline out on a town hall piece today, lax border policies being the return of violent rip crews, environmental damage in Arizona. And there's a picture at the top of the story with this trash everywhere where the illegals are coming through. Um, And she writes, as the Biden administration continues to weaken border security measures from Uh, D.C. Mexican cartels are taking full advantage by reactivating smuggling routes in Arizona and using human beings as a lucrative commodity. In Pinole County, uh, near the town of Stanfield, which is 70 miles north of the U.S. southern border with Mexico, piles of trash and clothing left behind by smugglers can be found just steps away from working farms. Smugglers and, peop- and the people they bring illegally into the U.S. wear multiple layers of clothing, with a top layer being some type of camouflage. Uh, once they get through the Tohono Oodham Nation, where border security is severely lacking, smugglers reach a drop point there. They instruct those who they brought into the country illegally to leave the top layer of their, of their clothing revealing civilian clothing that makes it easier to blend into normal society and any trash they still have with them. This includes hats, back, backpacks, pants, jackets, belts, shirts. How's uh, was your thing? Okay. Excuse me, I'm sorry. My, my niece was asking me questions. I had to be distracted there for a second. Uh, the, li- the love of my life. My niece, Savannah, I mean, is, is a great kid. Um, it sounds a bit alabama See, see, she's interrupting this world-famous podcast. I can't believe it, folks. Uh, <laughs> uh, they also drop black water bottles, which they specifically use to evade detection because they do not reflect the sun. There are obviously, as you know, environmental concerns because of the damage that they're doing, as Katie writes. Uh, You have hundreds, if not thousands of people coming through the desert, dumping their trash, as you saw. Um, uh, That is from uh, County Chief Deputy Matthew Thomas told Town Hall during a visit to to the area. You have the humanitarian piece because there are human beings that are coming up in the cartels. Don't care about them as human beings. They see them as a commodity. So they're being raped. They're being extorted, they're being robbed, they're being beaten, they're being kidnapped. All of those things are going on. Uh, they're completely expendable to the cartels. Cartels are, are as bad as Al-Qaeda, ISIS, Hezbollah, Hamas. <clears throat> uh, some of the worst trash you will ever see. And hopefully you never see them. Uh, they're evil people. To them, people are, are commodities. Absolutely uh, despicable, quite frankly. Um, A little later in the piece, we learn this. What we know historically happens when we see this volume of bodies is it attracts the robbery slash rip crews because it's easy pickings for them and they'll come back. Thomas said, we have rip crews or robbery crews that will wait for those bodies to get up here closer to the hub of Phoenix and they'll rob that load of bodies and they don't care who they hurt in doing it. And then they extort those same people, take them up, and then we have just the normal drugs that the cartel is associated with. So once they get, they're done with the coyotes, they've, they've been raped, they've been robbed, extorted, whatever, left for dead at times. Doesn't matter. Again, they're a commodity. They're not human beings to the cartel. Once they get close to bigger cities, they're beset upon by rip crews. Uh, that's an expression I'd never heard before till I read this uh, this morning. Uh, the problem especially for local law enforcement when they rip when they the rip crew shoot and kill somebody when they rob somebody beat somebody stab somebody we're the ones who get the 911 call. We are the people responding to the call that is our investigation to now deal with so whether it's a homicide or an assault uh, or AG which is agricultural assault. Thomas said, then if you have somebody live, are they even going to be there for the prosecution because they are here illegally? They'll disappear. They'll just assimilate into whatever area they go to, and you'll never find them again. What makes it hard to prosecute? Uh, Again, this piece is up at Town Hall. Uh, Katie Pavlich, this was posted yesterday, the 12th. Uh, So so go and read that. Uh, It is... You feel so terrible for what these people go through uh especially now because so many underage children uh and again i question what the hell are their parents thinking really what are the parents thinking uh risking their children's lives like that i i I will never understand it and finally we got some fraud to look at there's a certain uh, woman named Patrice Concoolers. She's been on a real estate binge of late. Now, apparently, kahn Coolers has splashed out $3.2 million on four homes in the past few years. Uh, some things you should know about Patrice kahn She's 37 years old. She's got a lot of money, apparently. She's into real estate. And she's also a co-founder of a certain group that the media loves, the left loves, and a group that claims to be fighting for justice and equality for black people. Care to take a guess at the, group of this, uh, the name of this group, kids? That's right. Black Lives Matter. Uh, the co founder, Colin Coolers, she's facing a backlash because this information's gotten out now. Uh, she went on what some are calling a real estate buying binge that saw the high prof- profile racial justice activist snagging four high end homes for $3.2 million in the U.S. alone. Just as questions mount about how National Black Lives Matter spent the tens of millions of dollars it collected in 2020, a lot of people in that that movement are not happy because they they ain't seeing no cash. They're seeing no money. And they're seeing Marxist, a self-admitted Marxist, con coolers is, uh, buying up property, living the large life. And the home she recently bought in L.A., I believe that one cost $1.4 million. You know what you won't see in that neighborhood? Poor people, yes. Uh, but you ain't going to see no black people. Only white people live in this neighborhood, pretty much. So if you're so into Black Lives Mattering and you're fighting for black people, but you don't want to live near no black people, right? Patrice uh, You, you communist faker. The Daily Wire reported. Daily Wire, she reported earlier Sunday, that 37-year-old Patrice Conkullers uh, spent the 3.2 million. And the New York reported Sunday that uh, she's still looking for more land for real estate opportunities, including buying. Uh, into a secluded celebrity enclave in the Caribbean. News of Con Cooler's real estate empire that was not sitting well with other racial, racial justice activists who were probably just pissed they're not getting as much money as her. Uh, on Sunday Stay blasted the Black Lives Matter co-founder for profiting off of black Americans' plight and of being a fraud. Newsflash all communists are frauds. Communists preach equality. Income. Everybody should stand in line for food. Everyone should be totally and completely equal financially. Except for me. I can be a millionaire. I can eat steaks all night. You can starve, or whatever. You can eat dirt. You can eat worms. I don't care. I'm, I'm fighting for racial justice, so I need me a damn steak and a big baked potato and a few beers. Or in the case of corn coolers, maybe... I don't know. Maybe a side of beef every night. Judging from her appearance, I know that's a cheap shot. But she's a Marxist. So to hell with her. For somebody that claims to love black people, it's kind of strange that she chose a place to live that's practically devoid of black people. One Twitter user noted, referring to Quan Qu- Khan Quiller's purchase of a home in Topanga Canyon near Los Angeles, that is a again predominantly white area. She capitalized on that injustice against black people bag. and They've been scamming since day one. Another Twitter user suggested, absolutely right. Communism is a big lie. Marxists are liars who, are, who prey on fools who buy into the lies. Uh, Vallejo for Social Justice, a movement that describes itself as abolition plus socialist collective in the struggle for liberation, self-determination, and poor working class solidarity. Oh, good God. Put that on a t-shirt or bumper sticker. You'd have to have five bumpers. So they're abolitionists. They're socialists. And they're collective and in the struggle for liberation, self-determination, and working class and poor people solidarity. Uh, said it was ill-judged flaunting of wealth what what uh, this, this uh, Con Quillers did. According to the Daily Mail, that is. We're talking generational wealth off of the deaths and struggles of black folks here, they tweeted. Another Twitter user called Quillers a fraud and said her brand of Marxism apparently included buying $1.4 million houses. Again, if you're a, a Marxist and you're thinking that you should support the teachings of Marx, Marx Understand the people pushing it want to get rich and they don't give a rat you know what about you. They want power, they want money, and they want you to go to hell. Marxism can't work because it's built on what? I mean literally somebody said it today. If you're a Marxist, a committed Marxist, once you start making a lot of money by being a Marxist, a leader of a group, if you don't give all that money away immediately, You're just a Marxist failure because you're just going against the principles of Marxism. Right? To each according to his need, from each according to their ability. Wasn't that what the the blithering idiot Karl Marx wrote? Think about it. As soon as you start getting money, you have to share it with everybody or you're a phony, a fraud. According to the New York Post, the head of the Black Lives Matter, Greater New York City... Hawk Newsom called for an independent investigation to find out how the global network spends its money. If you go around calling yourself a socialist, he said, you have to ask how much of her own personal money is going to charitable causes. He added, it's really sad because it makes people doubt the validity of the movement and overlook the fact that it's it's the people that carry this movement. Actually, it's not the people that are being used. And if you think anything else, you're a fool. Um, Conquillers does have her own wealth, though. She did publish a best-selling book. It's entitled, When They Call You a Terrorist, A Black Lives Matter Memoir a real jerker for one to understand, by Extra Kleenex Kids. In 2018, that book came out, and she's inked lucrative deals with entertainment companies like Warner Brothers uh, to produce original programming aimed at moving the ball forward on social and racial, racial justice. Uh, but again, Black Lives Matter as a whole has faced a recent backlash of its own after revealing earlier this year that it raked in a shocking $90 million over the course of 2020 following the death of George Floyd while in custody of the Minneapolis police, an incident, an incident that sparked a major national push for racial justice. Uh, and interestingly enough, the foundation defended itself it said it, when it revealed the amount of money they made in 2020, again 90 million dollars, that it was in a process of creating infrastructure. And as T Biden has taught us, everything is infrastructure. I'm gonna go drink a beer when I finish this. Beer is infrastructure. Sure it is. Beer trucks ride on roads, right? Roads Our infrastructure, therefore, beer trucks are infrastructure. Therefore, the beer inside the beer trucks is infrastructure. So I'm actually contributing to infrastructure in America by drinking a beer. Hell, I should just have two. Okay, I will. Sad, folks, sad. Uh, But again, the the truth is is starting to show about BLM. It's kind of like a BLT, but with more Marxism. Uh with uh, what Black Lives Matter really is, which is another Marxist group. The founders are all admittedly themselves Marxist. Uh, and it's always good to see when socialists start to open their eyes and see that they're being used and screwed over and that the people pushing them to fight for this justice or that justice or this cause or that cause, when it, it's revealed to them that they're they're just being used. They're just uh, just a tool. Because Marxists really don't care about people. Ultimately. And the ones that are true believers, once they find out, uh, they're just a useful idiot. You throw them aside. Like the Soviets used to do. Look up the term useful idiot. Uh, folks, that be it for me. I'm out of here. I'm going to drink a couple beers, support some infrastructure. If you want to support the blog, First post on thedailygator.com. There's a PayPal button there. Hit it and donate right on my tip jar. Uh, If you want to support the Daily Gator Daily Thought, presented today with the interruption by my niece included. I'm not changing a thing. I'm not trying to impress anybody except people who count. And hey, it happens sometimes. You got the kids staying over. She wants to use the computer to do some artwork. She's big into big into art, big into drawing on a computer. Uh, and Has some real talent too. Unlike me, I can't draw a straight line. Uh, but but if you want to donate to the Daily Gator Daily Thought, uh, Doug Hagan uh, at uh dot anchor.com and you go there and, and you want to sign up to donate monthly? That's fine. You can do that. A one-time donation, that's fine. Uh, if you want to go to the dailygator.com and and throw me some cash, I'll take that. Again, just hit the payball, PayPal button on the first, uh, uh, first post, the sticky post at the beginning of the blog. Thank you for listening. I do appreciate you. God bless you. God bless America. If you're left, you just ain't right. And yes, as always, go Gators. Is it college football season yet? Damn, five months to go. That's just not right. We need football justice, people. College football justice. Y'all take care. We'll talk soon.